It's Wednesday, August 31st, 2022. Coming up on the program today, penis queefing, the next generation. Plus, making your shit bitch a poo smoothie. Meet Skelton thinks he might try going all oofy-doofy. And a new gravy wrestling champion has been crowned. All this was your voicemails today. In Jesus' mighty name, Shababa, Bukuska, Bam Bam, Shuba. Right now, Lord, for Finland, destiny and revival being released right now in the spirit. Destiny and revival being released right now in the spirit. Yeah, it's it's coming. Ooh, there we go. Have a little more of that. Woo. It, it is. It's on you right now. It's resting. I'm telling you, it's breaking out amongst the young people. There's something about a whole youth culture being raised up in Finland and catching the fire of God. Young people, youth, fire, fire, fire in Finland. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Release it now. That glory. Hallelujah. Double it on you. Woo! Hallelujah. Shuba, shuba, shuba. It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Hansen. That really gave me tranny baby fever. Trying to peanut butter eggs. Christian now fears his flatulence. And I love the aftertaste of semen in my mouth. I'm a mommy. You're a mommy? I'm a mommy. Ah. Yes, Tim Hansen back here with you for the midweek episode of DV. We have reached the halfway point, also known as Wednesday. I guess I could have just saved us all some time and said that. Also, I'm sure you're all aware of what day it is. Everything I have said up to this point has been totally and completely unnecessary. I really am useless. Listen, I have a uh, great show for you today. However, caveat, it's going to be a gross one. It's been a while since we've had a truly gross episode of DV, at least here on the free side. On the side show, my poor paying members have just been put through hell. Oh, they like it. They're not victims or anything. I was thinking about, uh, you know, over the years, what clips, what audio I have brought to you that has really stuck and stood the test of time. Now, because this is a daily show, I mean, this podcast eats through audio and video clips. We need a lot of those things to stay alive. And, uh, you know, a lot of the stuff I feature is, you know, viral clips or, you know, crap that has hundreds of thousands or millions of views like those darn man videos we feature that stuff but it's not something i discovered occasionally you know i'll find a youtube channel or a video that's only uh received like 60 views or a couple hundred views that's what i love to bring to you something new something most of you uh, probably have never heard or a new idea new concept new fetish I think my mark on the world really begins and ends with the dickhole guy, a classic distorted view clip. We all know him by name now, Scott Taylor, porn actor, did some amazing solo work where he stuck his disgusting, gross, grimy, greasy finger into his penis hole and uh, walked us through it. He talked throughout that whole fucking scene, man. It was gold. Now, I played that First, I think during like the first or second year of this podcast back in 2005-ish. More recently, I, uh, I, I'm very proud to say that I think I may have been the first podcast mainstream media outlet to uncover something I call dick queefing. Yes, it is possible for a penis to fart. I was just as shocked as many of you are right now hearing this for the first time. It is incredibly rare, as far as I can tell. I've only found a couple people that can pull this off. 
Most of them are hardcore drug users who are like smoking meth out of their cock. I don't, I don't even know how that's possible, but they do it. I guess they, they burned the inside of their penis. They charred their urethra. And now when they smoke meth out of their penis, sometimes it makes a, you know, a, 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 a farting sound. But that's not all. There was one or two other people who, um, when they pee, will sometimes produce a fart at the end. It's been, I think, a couple of years since we found some new dick farting. Well, I hit the jackpot. I've got a variety of dick farts. This is really starting to catch on. It's slowly building momentum. A penis queefing is about to have its time in the spotlight. It's going big real soon. Mark my words. If I could somehow invest in dick farts, I'd be putting all my money in that. Penis queefing futures. You know me? I have a good track record with investing money. It's amazing I'm not completely dead-ass broke. In due time, my friends, in due time. All right, so I've got uh, a couple clips here of various dick farts. Uh, the first one is kind of uh, an artificial dick fart, I gotta say. This might be cheating. We've got an old man who has a uh, an air pump, like a bike, <laughs> like a bike tire pump. And uh, he's going to stick the end, the little nozzle, right in his cock hole and uh, blow a bunch of air in there. There's the uh, the tip going in the penis. Ah, that does not seem pleasant. Uh, all right. And he's I guess he's going to try to uh, pump up his dick. He's pushing it down. He's pushing the bike pump down. Oh my God. I think he needs to stick the nozzle in deeper. Uh, there's a leak. All that air is coming right out of the dick hole. Are you shitting me with this? It's one thing to just have the air immediately come out of the penis every time you press down on the bike pump. That's just, you know, that's just air coming right out of the penis hole. But later on in the video, he finally gets it where, uh, you know, he has pumped up his his penis. He's, you know, blown a bunch of air in there. The, uh, the nozzle, ew, he just took the nozzle out. Did you hear that? Ready? Hold on. I, I had to rewind it. Oh. All right, so now the nozzle is out and he's pinching the tip of his dick, you know. Uh, a bunch of urine came out first and then it was all... That is all penis farting. It sounds like an ass fart, but no. That's all coming from the dick hole. <laughs> oh. I wonder if that feels good. All the air reverberating in there. Just trying to figure out the appeal. Now, we're only a minute and 30 seconds into this video. It's uh, eight minutes long, but I'm just going to go ahead and uh, move on to the next dick fart video. This guy is just pissing in a toilet. And at the end of his urination, there's a little something extra that comes out.
Like, that's a problem. That's a medical issue at this point because the pee starts to get all bubbly, carbonated even. <laughs> it's like uh, an espresso machine, like a frother. I think that was the closest we're going to get to a natural dick fart because the next clip features a guy, again, he's using a hose and he's pumping liquid into his penis and then pissing it all out. Uh, in the end, once again, there are dick farts. The audio is a bit insane. I think it has something to do with the acoustics in his room. It's in the bathroom. Uh, he's already injected himself with liquid, and now he's peeing into the toilet. The real fun begins at the end. It's a lot of like spurting and uh, like backfire. It sounds like a car backfiring. Now it sounds like a, it's a car just squealing, burning rubber. This goes on for a while. That is not liquid. That is all just bubbles coming out of his penis now. The final example I have for you is uh, another guy using his penis to smoke meth. He's got one end, of course, jammed into his penis hole, and he uh, he's lighting the other. You can sort of hear what's going on, but at some point, uh, the smoke gets too hot. Right there. Something is uncomfortable because he he uh, pulls the, me- the pipe out. Ugh. Ugh. And uh, there's smoke coming out of his penis hole. Then uh, he takes a solo cup and he starts uh, pissing all of the contents back out into the cup. And it comes out as a giant fart. Again, it's another frothy mixture there. And that, my freaks, is the phenomenon known as dickqueefing. Distorted View brings it to you first. All right, if you thought dick farting was the extent of the nasty content today, I'm sorry, but you're very mistaken. It's it's going to get much, much worse. Like I said, it's just it's one of those podcasts. One of my most recent finds uh, goes by the name of Alpha Feeder. What exactly is he feeding to his beta males? Beta male! Shit. He, he feeds them shit. Alpha male has recently been very active, posting some new videos for us to check out. Oh, here comes that fucking turd. <sighs> alpha male is, or I'm sorry, alpha feeder is sitting on uh, like a rim chair or something. And uh, there's a guy underneath. Laying on his back, sticking his tongue out, waiting for Alpha Feeder to feed him. Nice mouthful of crackly, semi-solid shit. I think the reason why I like Alpha Feeder more than just your standard shit practitioner is uh, he alters his voice. That wet shit is starting to slip through my O-ring. I can feel it. Get your tongue up there. It's kind of like if Satan was into poop play. Fucking shit, pig. Yeah, pig. Look at that. And push it up. Oh. Push it up. 
Oh, he's got like the the, uh, <laughs> the guy who's eating the shit hasn't swallowed it. It's all just sort of pooling in his mouth. And Alpha Feeder is like, now pretend your mouth is an asshole and push it out. Kind of exactly what he's doing. Push it up. Yeah, pig. Look at that shit log. Look at that fucking turd log. It's most definitely not a, a hard turd. It's on the softer side. Fucking diary in your mouth. Oh. Smack of those shit-filled lips. I wouldn't exactly call it diarrhea. He has been sucking on the turd, and that gets it moist and wet. But like I said, it is on the softer side. Come see the softer side of shit. Alpha Feeder has had a very productive yeah. August. Shit. Oh. Fucking kiss it. Kiss that shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Is there anything more degrading than forcing someone to kiss your shit? I mean... The guy who's eating the shit is obviously a willing participant. He likes it, but still. Oh, yeah, drop down. Yeah, take that turn. If you're wondering, this particular bowel movement is much more solid. I feel like uh, Alpha Feeder is being a little more romantic in this video as well. Come on, bro. Kiss it. Kiss my shit. Caress it. Make love to it. Treat my turn right. Hold it in your mouth. Tell my turd you'll never leave it. You want to spend the rest of your life with my shit? Now get down on one knee and ask for my crap's hand in marriage. We'll dress my poop in a stunning flowing white gown. Princess Veil. It's going to be a beautiful ceremony. Just, you know, a few of us. Few of your friends, family. Maybe we'll exchange vows down at the beach. The whole thing will be catered. No corn, though. Here comes your fucking meal. Uh, Head down. Uh, oh. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, there uh, you go. Okay. Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice turd in your fucking mouth. Now, a lot of his videos are very similar. Eat that turd, boy. Eat my shit. Recently, though, he has switched things up. He's moving to the kitchen. Shit, pig. You gonna make a shit shake? Yeah, he's going to make a shit shake or shit smoothie. Thank you, sir. That's we've, what you want, right? Yes, sir. We've got uh, some poop in a um, glass container. Fuck the yeah. blender jar. Shit and puss. My shit and piss blended up for you. So he's mixing the poop and the pee. Just a, just a splash. There you go. Fuck yeah. You don't want too much pee in there, diluting the flavor. You could never use that blender for anything else after you, you blend up shit, right? I just, I wouldn't feel comfortable. You gotta have a special, oh, it's a, it's a Nutra bullet, by the way, if you're wondering. The shit is blended up, but it looks like it's, uh, too, it's, it's almost like a peanut butter consistency, so he's adding more, uh, more pee. Fucking blended up fucking shit shake from the fucking toilet. Nasty fucking shit. You want more, don't you? Yes, sir. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, fuck yeah. It's like Nutella. It's like a hazelnut spread. Suck that shit down. Yeah. 
he's sucking it down through a funnel. This guy does succeed where a lot of scat content fails. And that is the uh, the quality of the production. Usually the scat videos are all blurry. They look like they were shot with a JVC camcorder from the mid 80s. The sounds all muffled. I mean, this is real ASMR shit going on here. Listen to this guy eating poop. It's like you're there. Let's hear it. Ooh, I put shit juice in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, you like that shit juice in your mouth? All right, that's enough. I'm sorry. We spent way too much time on this. It's just fascinating. Well, that concludes the dick fart and shit portion of today's episode of Distorted View Daily. Thank you so much for hanging in there. For those of you who did, for the rest of you who fast forwarded, I'm ashamed of you. You're all our pussies and you call yourself freaks. Y'all are dead to me. All right, let's move on. I do have a mean skeleton update for you. It's been a while since we featured that bumbling racist. Let's turn our attention to the Apricity, the European cultural community that Mead Skelton posts on very frequently. This is going to be like a, a lightning round because I can't spend a lot of time on Mead today. I'll blow my brains out. Uh, the first post that Mead has recently written is entitled, If Hitler didn't get greedy about the Jews, he would have been a hero. I would love to take a Mead Skelton led history class. I just, you know, his version of world events and history, that would just be fascinating to learn from him. Uh, he says, yeah, the Holocaust was so stupid by Hitler. He was using a lot of resources to kill Jews while fighting two superpowers at the same time. Just insanity. I think what Mead Skelton is saying, if, if Hitler didn't waste his time trying to kill the Jews, he could have used those resources to to better fight the, the two superpowers. It's not so much that killing Jews is wrong. It, it just took a lot of energy, a lot of manpower to kill those Jews. Hitler's problem was uh, time management. He should have prioritized world domination and then kill the Jews. Now, to be fair, Mead does go on and say that the Holocaust was wrong and also stupid. It's so funny because whenever Mead actually says something sane... It is inevitably followed by the word but. The Holocaust was wrong and also stupid, but <laughs> National so Socialism Germany was better than Stalin's Soviet Union. Hitler was high IQ, but he let his emotions get the best of him. Not everyone uh, agrees with Mead here. The first reply is, God, you're dumb as a fucking rock, followed by, oop, almost said it, N-word, you're retarded. <laughs> Another thread started by Mead is, I'm very immature for my age. Finally, Mead is again making sense. I wonder if there's a but in there. I should be more sophisticated, but I act like a 23-year-old kid. 23? No, no, no. You were obviously emotionally uh, stunted in your teen years. I think it had something to do with that girl on a horse. I need to be more responsible and less whiny. Nobody owes me anything. A moment of clarity for Mead. Someone replied, were you homeschooled, Mead? Someone has Mead pegged. Someone else replied, like, once you start taking on responsibilities, you'll age more physically. Oh, that's not what Mead wants to hear. As a matter of fact, Mead replied, oh, no, I can't afford that. I'll stick to working at Chick-fil-A and using my dad's gas card. 
Around the same time Meade started this thread, he also started a thread titled, Would I Benefit from Oofy Doofy Theory? I, If you're like me, you don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Thankfully, he explains it. This is just a new tactic to get women. You know, he looks up to those alpha males. He was really studying their theory. He was working on hair maxing and gym maxing. It's not working out for him. He doesn't have the discipline. So now he's going to try the oofy doofy theory. He says the theory goes like this, that uh, some women find men who aren't conventionally attractive alluring. This is not necessarily men who are ugly. Usually they're nerdy with a few positive facial traits, but have something like high IQ, talent, or a combination of both. Usually they wear glasses. Uh, Women like oofy doofy because of high trust face. God, he learns all this shit from, like, retarded YouTube channels, incels, and Sigma males, and all that shit. This is not to be confused with soy boy. Like, none of this is real, Mead. This theory of alpha males and soy boys and high trust faces and oofy doofies. It's a scam. It's just to get suckers to watch videos and spend money on fucking seminars and bullshit. If you want to get a woman, just stop acting so weird. Be normal. These are usually Sigma males. See? These are usually Sigma males who don't quite fit the mold. So Mead is posing the question, would I benefit from oofy doofy theory? Uh, someone replied, you can't just decide to join the nerd tribe overnight on a whim. And uh, then Mead replied, <laughs> which is great. I want to get this framed. <laughs> I'm kind of <laughs> I'm kind of a beta nerd male by default. Again, there's just another glimmer of reality seeping through. A moment of clarity for me. I'm kind of a beta nerd male by default. I have a fairly high IQ as well. Okay. I'm going to need you to cite your source on that one. My favorite Mead post, though, was just written yesterday. Again, starting a new thread. He's talking about uh, his his uh, upcoming gig. I, I, we've talked about this on the show. Mead, of course, is a musician in his mind. And he's got a gig in, I don't know, South Carolina or something. The last time I gave you a Mead update, uh, there was a bit of uh, trouble because Mead had booked a hotel, but he didn't realize he was going to have to drive across a bridge. And Mead can't drive across bridges. Because, you know, there's water underneath there and alligators. Mead is afraid of bridges, which has now got to be in my top three favorite Mead pieces of trivia. He can't he can't go anywhere. He can't he can't go anywhere where there's bridges. He's got to find an alternate route. That's where we last left off. Well, here is the newest post. Is it normal to go through 25, (laughs) 25 hotel room cancellations? I have trouble planning. I ended up switching plans on my trip several times and then canceling over 25 hotels. Luckily, there were no fees. I book a few hotels and, of course, I go by price, but I also need a room that's clean and not in a bad part of town. I see ones that are nice, then I decide to cancel them for various reasons. Mostly the bridge thing, I bet. If it has too many big bridges around, yeah. If it has too many big bridges around it, I can't get there naturally. <laughs> but, then, but then I look, which means he can't, you know, find an alternate route where he can avoid the bridges. Then I look at the reviews of the place. Some hotels that seem nice in pictures have terrible reviews. 
Uh, he goes on to say he's doing uh, shows in Savannah and Charleston, and he wanted to do some side trips, but he can't afford it. Staying in one city that's in between the two other cities, a lot of driving back and forth makes sense. So uh, I used Booking.com, and I ended up booking and canceling at least 25 different hotels in the last few weeks. I finally decided to save expenses and limit my trip to four days stay. Planning a trip is too stressful because I like to keep my options open. Does this happen to everyone? No, it doesn't happen to everyone, Mead. You're insane. Good Lord. Uh, Someone in the Discord posted uh, a song of Mead's. Uh, This is Reverend Skullfucker. Thanks, Reverend. I don't know if we've played this on the show. I feel like we've played every single Mead Skelton song, but I don't remember this one. It's a song Mead wrote all about the time that he tried to defend a Confederate statue that was being pulled down in Richmond, Virginia, and uh, then got arrested. Well, he wasn't arrested per se, but the police, you know, dragged him away because he was like hugging the <laughs> Confederate statue. He didn't want to let go because they were trying to uh, to d- demolish it. I'm a not a modern-day schemer. I don't fight for the rights of the soul. That's mine, and I'll never back down. When they tell me to go home, I will stand this fight alone, and I'll never surrender. See, this is some revisionist history bullshit. And the song, he's like, I will never give up. But he, he folded like a little bitch. Well, the second police were on the scene, he started to cry. Never surrender. I'm a monumental defender. Get it? Monumental defender. Mm. This is my heritage of honor. And in the end, good shall win. For every monument they take down, another one will go up again. I think a lot of Confederate monuments have been erected in the last 24 months. <laughs> I didn't try to scorn them, I only tried to warn them, but they wouldn't listen to me. But it was too late to turn back now, they were taking down our history. Well, this was my people's land, and as they took the flag from my hand, I never regret what I did that day, and I'll proudly take a stand. I'm a dreamer, not a modern-day schemer. You get the idea. Mead is not sorry for anything he did that fateful day. He learned absolutely nothing. All right, uh, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist. To the fucked up news, right up. cannot do this show without you. Please consider supporting Distorted View Daily if you like what you hear. The Sideshow is DV's member site where you gain full access to the entire archive of programs. I've been at this thing since December 2004. There are thousands of past shows in the archive. More importantly, every week I do brand new exclusive shows. Yesterday was a Sideshow exclusive podcast. Oh man, we brought back Sextastic Tuesday in a big, big way. I introduced you all to Guru sex, which is just like really dark, gory, weird sex. In one of the stories, there was a fairy, a magical fairy like Tinkerbell, right? Uh, and, and that poor thing gets tortured by a woman who's eating like flaming hot Doritos. The fairy is abused with a flaming hot uh, Dorito dust and then is raped with a pen cap or something. It's utterly insane. 
you want to hear it, sign up for the Sideshow DV's member site, superfreaksideshow.com. Memberships are very inexpensive, only $6.99 a month. Even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. You just want to hear the new shows and you're not too concerned with uh, the entire archive. Uh, there's a very simple way to get new Sideshow exclusive episodes. If you use Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you can sign up right in those apps. Just a few taps, bing, bang, boom, you're in. Another great, easy way to get Sideshow content. And finally, uh, the last way to help support DV, we've got a Patreon account, patreon.com slash view. You can throw a few bucks uh, every month my way. That way, uh, you can put as little as a dollar. Every little bit helps. Again, patreon.com slash view. All right, three very quick stories now. First up, a hermaphroditic midget. I don't ever want to see it again. Oh. Ever. And if you don't do it, you're fired. And I see you do it again, you're f-ing going. Don't you ever f-ing do it again. You know what Tom Cruise in desperate need of some Scientological auditing means? It's time for Distorted Views, Access Entertainment, Hollywood News, Insider Report, Extra Edition tonight. Celebrity. Dolph Lundgren. Entertainment. Tequila Tequila. Hollywood. Who is Paul Reiser banging? Extra. Butter. was supposed to be at like OTR level 7 which is like next to godliness he certainly is acting like he has some body satans remaining inside of him little bits of Lord Xenu showing their ugly side you know I don't think he's uh, the model Scientologist everyone props him up to be Anyway, we're not here to talk about Tom Cruise, nor do I have any information about who Paul Reiser is banging. For some reason, the gossip rags don't ever mention Paul Reiser. The great mystery. Today's story has to do with Ozzy Osbourne. He's revealed that he gave up taking acid in the 1970s after a trip left him talking to a horse. And the horse was fucking boring, going on and on about his stereo system. No one cares about your woofer. All right. The rock legend was speaking in a new interview about the making of his former band Black Sabbath's fourth album, Volume 4, which was in the group's chaotic heyday. We lived together in a house in Los Angeles, uh, rehearsed there, did loads of drugs, and made an album. Simple, Osborne told Classic Rock. Those were good times. At that time in America, people were very fond of lacing your drinks with acid. I didn't care, though. I used to swallow handfuls of tabs at a time. The end of it came when we got back to England. I took 10 tabs of acid, then went for a walk in a field. I ended up standing there talking to a horse for about an hour. In the end, the horse turned around and told me to fuck off. Even the horse was like, dude, you're too wasted for me. And I'm an imaginary talking horse. You know, you really have a drug problem when even your hallucinations are staging an intervention for you. Dude, I think you need to slow down. Just go somewhere for a while. Have you heard of this place called Promises? They'll get you straightened out. (laughs) All right. In the end, the horse turned around and told me to fuck off. That was it for me. In 2018, Osborne opened up uh, more about his drink and drug taking past. Speaking to the Orange County Register, he said, I don't drink alcohol anymore. I don't smoke tobacco. I don't use drugs. I'm doing good now. Wasn't he in rehab just recently? like a year or two ago, because he fell off the wagon. I now think, how did I think going into a bar and getting smashed and doing all that cocaine was fun? Gotta be honest with you, it does sound kind of appealing. He went on, uh, I have come to think that 
if right now you had a gun, a bag of cocaine, and a gallon of booze, and you said, take your pick, I'd pick up the gun, because it's not worth it. Meanwhile, Osborne also revealed in the Classic Rock interview that Eric Clapton took umbrage with a religious lyric in One of Those Days, a forthcoming collaborative single between the two. Osborne discussed the song to promote his upcoming 13th solo album, Patient Number 9. The song features the lyric, One of Those Days That I Don't Believe in Jesus. Osborne said that he believes the line will cause shit and used the reaction of Clapton, who was a born-again Christian, as proof. Clapton said, I'm not sure about that lyric. We tried to replace it with some alternatives. We did one of those days where I don't believe in Christmas. That's a sucky-ass lyric, but it didn't sound right. Losing faith in Jesus makes much more sense when the world is turning to shit. Yeah, Clapton, stop being such a pussy. Ugh, born-again Christians are the worst. It's like Kirk Cameron. He's obviously a Christian. He's been a Christian for a long time. He was on this 1980s sitcom called Growing Pains. It was just, you know, it was like a family sitcom. He became a born-again Christian during the run of that show. And even then, he became insufferable. He was like, I don't want my character having lots of girlfriends. I don't want to be kissing women. I won't do anything that goes against my Christian beliefs. And it's like, you're, you're a paid actor. You do what we tell you to do. It's not real life. It's play pretend, you stupid idiot. Good God. All right. Uh, well, there you go. That's I don't know what that has to do with Eric Clapton. <laughs> He's a born-again Christian. All right. Second story we have for you today. Well, the world is finally starting to get back to normal. After a two-year hiatus, I am happy to report gravy wrestling is back. Oh, yeah, folks. Ladies and gentlemen, the undisputed gravy champion of the world, Fat Man. I'm going to drink... Mm, this ball of gravy. I love this video. I think this is the first time Fat Man drinks a bowl of gravy, and his dad is there watching him, freaking out. You listen closely, you can hear the father say, "You're ruining your life." You're ruining your life. <laughs> Shut up, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, folks. You're ruining your life. A <laughs> uh, boy, Grady. You want to even get a friggin' garbage job while you're acting? Ah, uh, yeah, folks. You got anything else you want to say to the fans? You're ruining your life. It was shortly after that, uh, then Chris started adding bowls of gravy, right? He would drink multiple bowls of gravy. I think it ended. There's a video here of him eating 12, 12 tacos and drinking three jars of gravy. He truly was the gravy MVP. Gravy wrestling is a little bit different. Fancy dress, wrestling, and lashings of gravy were the order of the day as one of the world's craziest culinary competitions returned after a two-year COVID-induced hiatus that is over there in the UK, where gravy, I guess, is sacred. A host of wrestlers took part in the 12th annual World Gravy Wrestling Championships at the Rosenbowl Pub in Rosendale, Lancashire on Monday. The event sees competitors grapple in a pool of gravy in two-minute bouts. Pub restaurant manager Carol Lowe said it was just amazing to be back. Check out the chapter artwork for a photo of some people wrestling in gravy. 
The charity event, which raises funds for East Lancashire Hospice, was canceled in 2020 and 2021 due to, well, you know. Ms. Lowe said people came from far and wide to watch and take part on its return, and the atmosphere had been absolutely bouncing. It sees competitors wrestle in a pool of gravy for two minutes, with points being scored for fancy dress, entertainment value, and wrestling ability. Basically, people come in fancy dress, men and ladies, and they wrestle in gravy and get eliminated as the day goes on. It's very messy, Ms. Lowe added. The men's event was won by Lloyd Clarkson. Congratulations. Imogene Young uh, took the woman's or women's title. So there you go. Congratulations to all the competitors and, of course, the winner of the World Gravy Wrestling Championship. Thank you very much, Fat Man. Final story we have for you today. This is a short one. It involves poisoning the elderly. So let's just say I'm interested. I'm actually a little more than interested. I'm kind of enthused about this news story. I want you all to be enthused too. Sing it with me. I'm so enthused about the news. I'm so enthused about the news. For time is what I could use to write more stories. I'm so enthused about the news. I'm so enthused about the news. Yeah! Let's talk about some near-deads who are now here-deads. Nice. Three residents of an assisted living facility were mistakenly I'm going to use air quotes on that word. We're mistakenly served dishwashing liquid as drinking juice. Guys, come on. We weren't born yesterday. This was totally done on purpose. You can tell the difference between Dawn dishwashing liquid, which is really like a gel, a gelatinous slime soap. It's goopy. It's soap. You can tell the difference between dishwashing liquid and um juice. First of all, the consistency is totally different. I don't even know how these people were able to, to drink it. Like, get get it out of the cup or up through a straw or however they were consuming this drink. Because, again, it's much thicker. It's a thick gel. Furthermore, if the consistency wasn't a dead giveaway, the taste, the taste should have been the final straw in realizing something is very, very wrong with this drink. I mean, that's what normal people would deduce. Old people, though, have a problem with taste. <laughs> you know, they can't taste anything. Like all the other senses in their failing bodies, the, the the sense of taste has weakened. That's why they have to load everything up with salt and pepper. So, yeah, maybe, maybe the old person didn't realize they were drinking palm olive. Uh, the incident occurred at the Atria Park Se- uh, Senior Living Facility in San Mateo. On Saturday morning around 8.30 a.m., oh, it was time for their morning juice. Three ambulances were called to the facility to treat patients, according to San Mateo Consolidated Fire. According to Atria Park, three people were transported to the hospital after mistakenly being served dishwashing liquid as drinking juice. The local news spoke with one family who says their loved one has passed away following the incident. Marsha Cutchin says that her family first heard of the incident involving their mother, Gertrude, (laughs) such an old person name, 93, when a staff member called to report that she had ingested a substance and an ambulance was being called. 
Hutchins said that her mom arrived at the hospital with severe blistering of her mouth and throat and esophagus. Maybe this was just was like commercial grade cleaner with lye. That shit you don't want to fuck with. That'll that'll burn your insides up real good. Cutchin said uh, the staff told her family the substance was an alkaline cleaning solution that eats protein. Okay, so it's it's like more serious than Dawn dishwashing liquid, like I first thought uh, when they were first informed of the incident. From her first arrival at the hospital, the family was told there was nothing the medical team could do to treat the blistering. Cutchin said she and her family were told that uh, first responders believed the dementia patients had ingested the substance on their own. Cutchin disputes this and maintains it would be impossible in her mom's case because she can't feed herself. Quote, many people like my mom, you have to hold a cup up to her mouth and tip it in, Cutchin said. The woman leaves eight children and 20 grandchildren behind. She had so much life left in her. Weeks, possibly months left. I mean, the woman was 93 years old. It sucks what happens. I I understand. Like, that's no way to, you you don't want to die that way. But it's, you know, it's not like this 93-year-old was going to bounce back from dementia. The family was first dismayed after the woman broke her hip due to a fall at the facility sometime in the past six months. And now this? Yeah, they were trying to kill the old broad. They wanted that room freed up for someone else. You know, someone younger. This 93-year-old wasn't going to be around much longer. If they get like a 76-year-old moved into this room, that guy could potentially be paying rent or whatever for a you know, decade or 15 years before he croaks. Or whatever, however they pay for that. Medicare, Medicaid. In some way, shape, or form, that facility was getting paid. Cushion says there needs to be a better system of checks to protect people in facilities like Atria, including installing more cameras. The assisted living home issued a statement. We can confirm three of our residents were recently transported to the hospital after mistakenly being served dishwashing liquid as drinking juice. We've been working with local authorities uh, who have informed us that one resident passed away. Our sincerest condolences. We're conducting our own internal investigation. The employees involved have been suspended. There you go. A 93-year-old woman has died. Surprisingly, from unnatural causes. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Wednesday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Love to hear from you freaks. And there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash distortedviewshow. Remember, if you pledge $5 or more to our Patreon, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. I am slowly chipping away at the backlog of voicemails. Uh, I think we're in May. We might be heading into June on the regular voicemails. If you use the Patreon line, though, I will play your calls immediately. I've got one from Monday and I've got one from uh, today. So let's get uh, those out of the way here. Yes, caller. Calling in on the Preferred Plus Executive voicemail line. Hello, Timmy. This is Chaz the Tandem Stacker, and this is my first ever call to your voicemail. Hey, congratulations. Love hearing from new freaks. I've been listening to Distorted View for over three years. What? After our mutual friend Brad Carter from the Snowplow Show turned beyond to it. (laughs) I was fearful that listening to daily shows would be difficult with all the other podcasts I subscribe to. But I wanted to show show support for your remarkably great podcast. So on uh, Thanksgiving of 2021, I purchased a lifetime show membership when it was on sale for 250, and I also became a Patreon. Oh, so wow. 
doing the math real quick. Thank that you so much. At the monthly rate of six ninety nine, oh, I'm going to break even okay. Thanksgiving twenty twenty four. Okay, got to make sure to stop doing the podcast before then. Only about a year. From, Don't want this asshole to get his money's worth. No, two years from now. So you need to exercise more, watch what you eat. So <laughs> that's not. That's just not going to happen. I get my money's worth. Okay. On a serious note, I know you take grief from uh, some of the more vocal persons about your show content, but I wanted you to know you have a very large but quiet following that do not call into the voicemail. Oh, thank you. We love you you and your show and your crazy stories that you report, political or not. We even care about Lord Douche at times when he's not raising your blood pressure. (laughs) So don't be afraid to call out conservatives and liberals alike when they do stupid things. I do. Thank you. As a gay libtard myself, I enjoy it when you report stupid mega antics. However, they don't have an exclusive on stupid behavior, and I appreciate all stupid people news. <laughs> to wrap this call off, I wanted to say thank you for making me burst out laughing on the New York City subways and streets as I oh. listen to you and your antics religiously. Wow. Keep up the great work, and thank you very much. Thank you so much for the very kind words. I appreciate it. Love knowing. Uh, love. I mean, I know we've. I've got a you know large, somewhat large listenership that most people don't call in, but it's always nice to hear from new freaks. I you know, and the thing is, what he said about uh, listening listening to a daily show, having to having that kind of burden, <laughs> like oh god, I, I I do have that fear that people are intimidated uh, about subscribing to Distorted View because it's a daily show. Not only that, it's like a, it's almost like we're up to what fifty minutes a day now doing a show. It is overwhelming, but the thing is, you don't have to listen to every single episode. If you have other podcasts to listen to, I guess you can always co- you know come back, listen to old shows whenever. There's always weird shit happening, and you know, on some episodes, like some people are totally grossed out by shit stuff. So this might be an episode some people skip. Listen to another one. That being said, I I often toy with the idea of toning down, and you know how I don't want to tone it down. I will not tone it down, just like Miracle Whip. Not tone down the content, but I mean tone down uh, the length of the show. I always felt that 30 minutes was the sweet spot for DV. Now, though, I you know, if I go under 45 minutes or 40 minutes, I feel like I'm ripping you guys off, you know? I feel like you've come to expect these uh, longer shows. I have done a, just a, a quick look at some daily podcasts, and they do tend to clock in at around 30 minutes. Most weekly shows, that's when you get into like an hour or hour and a half. Because, you know, it's just like a one-time thing each week. So, I don't know. I'm just doing what I'm doing. There's no rules, man. It's a new world. This podcasting thing. I'm just being led by my instinct. And when has my instinct ever led me astray, you know? Hi, Tim. This is Itchy Taint calling in. Hi. Anyway, I'm not sure if you're a fan of Game of Thrones. No, I can honestly say I have never seen one fucking episode from that show or the the new prequel or anything. I don't even know what it's about. Dragons and naked whores, right? No, I mean, I kind of know what uh, what Game of Thrones is about, but I haven't seen it. I would like to watch it at some point. In particular, it's a prequel, The House of the Dragon. Yeah. I bring it up because I was watching Sunday, and there was a particular scene in episode two that made me think of one of our uh, <laughs> uh, U-tards we feature, uh, Galileo 2333. Oh, of all the Utahs, so child rape was featured prominently in episode two. 
and uh, he would really particularly like this episode. And <laughs> I'm not going to give any spoilers away. But, I don't think you have to. But uh, if you monitor his videos, I think there's a good chance he's going to be talking about it. Hmm. So, um, yeah, if you ever get a chance, just check out his uh, channel or yeah, oh, wherever it is. And I bet he- oh, I keep tabs on that motherfucker. I, you know, if the government is not going, if the FBI is not going to keep tabs on him, someone has to. It might as well be me. We'll be talking about this. <laughs> All right, thank you. Yeah, I will let you know if he does talk about uh, this uh, Game of Thrones prequel. What is it? House of the Dragon? Apparently it's doing really well. The first episode got like 10 million viewers which is awesome, especially for HBO. And then the second episode actually gained viewers. It got like 10.2 million. So another smash hit for HBO. Good for them. Who gives a shit, right? All right, let's do another voicemail here. Hey, Tim. It's Sideshow member Dr. Mandel. Benoit Mandelcock. Okay. Uh, (laughs) A lot of new callers uh, chiming in recently. I don't remember what day it was, but you were reading a story in a May show about a lady that fell into her septic tank and died. <laughs> and you were wondering how she died. And she didn't inhaled shit and die from falling in. Well, it was probably the methane gas from oh. you know, all of her shit breaking down. So she- what happens when you inhale methane gas? Does that shit get you high or do you just like fall asleep? Like what happens to you? Probably the methane gas from, you know, all of her shit breaking. I love when I ask questions to voicemail callers like they can't respond. You know, I'm just, you know, it's like I'm having a conversation. I like to pretend I'm talking to people. I'm just sitting here in my room all day. So she just basically asphyxiated. Oh, okay. Uh, If you check up on it, I bet you that's probably what happened. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. Anyway, just thought I'd call in and tell you that. Uh, I'm not that kind of journalist. Enjoying the show. Follow up on these stories. Hope the good work. (laughs) Thank you very much. Uh, That is all the time we have on this edition of the program. Want you guys to email the show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you 206 666 4463. That's 206 666. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, folks. Red the distortion. Don't forget to give us a five star rating, a thumbs up, or like wherever you can rate and review podcasts tomorrow's episode is going to be sideshow exclusive if you want to hear it you gotta sign up superfreaksideshow.com really consider that think about it would really help me out you know treat yourself to a sideshow membership how about that otherwise i'll see you back on friday to end the week until then have a great day bye everybody This has been another excellent podcast from the Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.